Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm Rebecca. This is so much fun. Last year, I had the chance to bring in two incredible women, Chantelle Turner, who is actually uh, one of the communications directors or the communications director of American Fork Hospital. Chantelle, I'm so glad you're back. Well, thanks for having us. Uh-huh. Terry Hunter is here with us, too. I said it's so fun. She's a nurse administrator at the hospital. Terry, welcome back as well. Thank you, Rebecca. So we started the interview before we turned on the mics, just laughing and having some fun, which carries us right into... A big event that we're bringing back. It's Girls' Night Out at American Fork Hospital. Last year, it was so fun. We had music and food and all kinds of booths. So, Chantel, what do you have planned this year? Well, we're excited for our seventh annual Girls' Night Out. And it's going to be a good summer night out and inviting all the ladies to come with their moms and sisters and friends and just enjoy the the good summer night and all the festivities that we'll have there. Yeah. So when you say sisters and moms and daughters, I actually saw an awful lot of that last year. It was very sweet. A couple of generations and even bringing grandma. There is informational booths all throughout for women of all ages. And so we can talk a little bit about that, right, Terry? So let's talk about some of the health information that we'll be able to obtain throughout Girls' Night Out. We're going to have, we've actually got over 70 booths and made up of community providers, the hospital providers. You'll see physicians and nurses, pharmacists, nutritionists, um, all working on things that help improve your health. Or, you know, as you acting as that chief health officer in the home of the health of your family to help you be successful. I think that's one of the things that I really enjoyed. I mentioned it's kind of a festive atmosphere where you come forward and you celebrate uh, being together and, and the health of women. But having people form a line and actually be able to bring their own personal questions to whoever that expert is, that's so important for us to have that opportunity. So ladies, our girls night out, it is coming up. What date do we have? It's Thursday, August 17th from 6 to 9 p.m. Okay. And we'll just be out on the grounds behind American Fork Hospital. All right. In fact, uh, I was having a hard time with directions. So we're going to go towards the hospital, but you want to turn onto the west side and and be on that kind of, is that right? West, yeah, it's um, southwest. Um, mm-hmm. It's on the south uh, east side of the hospital. Oh, okay. Um, just on those grounds, we'll have signs out directing people, and we have people helping with parking, so it's really easy to get in and out of the event. I like how you slyly corrected me because my directions are off. I'm like, west side. She goes, yeah, southeast. <laughs> <laughs> so there were great signs last time, like arrows saying point here, park here, and then come be a part of it. So we wanted to know that this is not just for everyone who lives in American Fork. But oh. for every woman. Yeah, bring everyone, your mom, your girlfriends. It's We are supporting our mission to help people live the healthiest lives possible. And part of that is our commitment to live connected with each other and to be able to share that time with each other, with your mom, with your family, with your neighbor, with your friends. Great time. It was wonderful to see some previous patients coming back, some of our cancer survivors bringing back their families and stuff to show us. But Gosh, booths, demos, screenings, giveaways, lots of giveaways, 
And you never know, those chocolate-dipped strawberries could make their way back this year. <laughs> I saw people kind of like balancing the Holy of Holies in their hand, the, the chocolate-dipped fruit, and, you know, it was it was fun. Tell me a little bit about why American Fork Hospital, why it's so important, the idea of, being, of staying connected. You know, this living connected is one way, a piece of us that helps us to live well. That, you know, it's not just your health, your physical, but your spiritual and your emotional and your financial and and all of these aspects um, play a role in helping us to be healthy and they all contribute to each other. And how are we doing in, in terms of women putting our health as a priority in our lives? Is, is, is that something that you have found as a challenge, Chantel, is, is that we are, as, as Terry mentioned, we're kind of like the chief health officer in the family, but often we're the last one to take care of ourselves. Well, it's true. We're just busy. Life is busy and there's lots of responsibilities. And as women, I think we spend time taking care of others before ourselves. And so we could do a better job. I mean, I think there's times when we do well at doing that. And there's other things that we definitely have opportunities to be better at. Um, One of those being mammographies and being able to get in and take care of that because it's such a preventative measure, you know, to help prevent cancer. And, uh, you know, we're among the lowest in the nation in getting women Year after year. And I know that we've worked together with Intermountain Healthcare as well and other organizations, the Utah County Health Department, trying to say, the Department of Health from Utah, trying to let women know that this is really a deficit, that we're, you know, the lowest or second lowest in the nation for women getting mammograms. This is serious because that's our front line to prevent and diagnose that early breast cancer before it progresses and becomes more problematic is very treatable and we just got to get people in and get them to do it it's quick it's you know it only takes 30 minutes to get a mammogram and there are facilities all over the state that are easy and convenient to get into but you're right rebecca second worst in the country and that's just not what we you know say that we are in utah we're strong people that care about our bodies that care about each other and we need to help each other and getting in to get these mammograms is one of the great ways to do that. And especially when you say living connected, we are so connected. And how often, though, do we as girlfriends or family members say, by the way, have you got your mammogram? And if not, yeah. can I drive you there? I mean, those kind of conversations can save lives. Yes. And you'll have a mammogram booth uh, as one of the 70 booths. Right. So we won't actually be doing the mammograms Mm -hmm. there. Of course, those need to be done in our radiology department at the hospital. But we'll be able to connect you with people that can arrange that to be done. Um, That's one of the many screenings that we have going on. One screening that we're, we're actually really excited about is skin cancer screenings. Um, which we've had in the past, but hasn't been a focal point that will be a focal point this year. So in other words, if I've got a a, a funky growth on my leg, I can actually stand in the line for skin cancer and have somebody take a look at it. Bring it over. Do you know Utah is ranked number one? And we like being number one if we're the Jazz or, or one of our favorite teams, but number one in skin cancer in the state of Utah and so, um, yes, bring bring your moles, bring your skin, bring it. We'll, we're going to take moles. a look at I it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And, but it's very important. My neighbor, she had found what she thought was kind of an odd birthmark on her leg. And she said, I thought I had it for years, but then I realized it had a, like a different shape. And in the back of my head, I kept thinking, isn't that one of the things you need to watch for? Is if the shape of a freckle or shape of a mole or the shape of what looks like a birthmark changes and becomes kind of irregular. She went in 
and was they did determine that it was an aggressive skin cancer. And not only did they take that out, but a portion of the skin near. And she's fine now. We're five years out. Um, but it's interesting because as she did that and shared that information on our neighborhood Facebook, two more people went in and got screened, and one was a precancerous cell. So that's living connected, sharing, yes. it, it helps save lives. So and, and that's not unusual. We find we find people all the time when we do these screenings that, that you know, have positive results. And caught early, these things can be taken care of in a quick appointment at a doctor's office. You know, like you said, they could cut out, they could, you know, early on get rid of it totally and go on to live a healthy life. So one in five Utahns? will be diagnosed with skin cancer at some yes. time. I think mm-hmm. people are going to be shocked by that. They hear a lot more about other types of cancers, and we need to be talking more about skin cancer. Someone was saying, we were talking about why we're number one in the nation. Is it because of the elevation, our proximity? We, we get so That's much sunshine. Some. It's part of it. They can't say for sure. I mean, part of it just has to do with the population and the elevation. But I think there's many factors that play into that. And we're learning more and more about uh, tanning salons. And, and there was a period of time, a good 10, 15 years, where we were all very frequently there. And now we're learning, we've got to be much more cautious in, in that area as well. Okay. So, okay, we can get screen, screened for skin cancer. There's a booth uh, that will get education and information about mammograms and where we can Correct. book mammogram appointments. Right. Okay. We're going to well, do diabetic screenings, so prediabetes. So what are we looking for in prediabetes? Um, are we, are we screening for glucose levels? Like our yes, okay. Sorry, yes, we're screening for glucose levels and um, how that comes back. Of course, they're they're not going to be the the big solid ones where you're fasting because most people while they're there are eating. But they can do those screenings to say if you're at risk, and then you can know if you should follow up with your physician to do a deeper screen on that. Now, I I, I hate to bring up the term obesity because we all have so much shame around that and concern, but. We do know that our country over the last 20 years has had a a diabetic epidemic as a result of our uh, continual weight, average weight gain. So the obesity uh, problems we've been having as a state, as a country – uh, affects our diabetes, our diabetes rates. Yes, so exactly. we need to be much more aware about at r- how at risk we are. Correct, mm-hmm. and you know we're going to bring back our amazing um, chef from um, down in our region, and he is going to show demos of healthy snacks to eat. We're going to have some folks there for some farmers markets as well, and so really a lot of promotion on good nutrition as well. We're hearing more about that too, weren't we? Of trying to do, trying to eat foods that are as close to how they came out of the ground or off the tree as possible. Trying to avoid those processed foods yes. to become more healthy. So we'll get more guidance and more help that way. By the way, you said samples. Will we be able to eat these fresh samples that are being provided by the chef? Definitely, yes. <laughs> the <laughs> eyes meet, uh huh. And and I do need to insert on here. Um, last time we had some great little sliders, some dinner. Serve. So do we have dinner on tap for those who attend Girls' Night Out? Dinner is back, yes. We've got a great caterer that helps us out with that. And um, again, it's a free event, so everything is free from the dinner to the pampering to the information and booths and the screenings. It's all free of charge. And I'm going to say the early bird catches the worm. The early birds will have a short line to head on in for dinner. I was one of those. I was like, you know what? It's time for it to start. I'm heading on over for dinner. So what time does the event August 17th begin, just to get that out there? It starts at 6 p.m. Okay. And it ends at 9. All right. So you want to get there as early as you can and then enjoy that dinner and other 
uh, there'll be other um, areas and booths where you'll be able to get some samplings. Skin mm-hmm. cancer screenings, breast cancer information. We're going to be talking about depression mm-hmm. and doing some screenings on depression. And then a personal favorite is going to be the massage, the chair massage. Um, local spas and salons are donating their time to do these, but a good time to relax and recharge. Um, but our emotional health, you know, recharging on that. So one thing I've really noticed that Intermountain Health Healthcare has uh, done to to bring to the top of our minds is as you talk about our mental and emotional health. Very often, our family practice physicians are now screening at the very beginning when you have your checkup. For, you know, could be you're going in for your cholesterol check, and very often they're saying, how are you doing? And starting to look for that. It's really important for us to think of ourselves as a, as a comprehensive being when yes. we need to take care of our emotions, our mental health, as well as our physical health. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not a secret, but depression is we have a really high rate here in Utah amongst the women in our state. So that's an important thing for us to pay attention to as well. So if you are struggling, if you have a loved one that's struggling, if it's your mother, your sister, if you haven't struggled with depression, uh, chances are you're going to at some point in your life. It might be just an episode. Get the information and get the support from the booth. I'm looking forward to that. That's great. And, you know, we talk about postpartum depression, but people that haven't had depression previously, you know, it, it could show up after after you deliver a baby. And um, so that's another thing we're really watching for. Um, American Fork Hospital delivers over 3,000 babies a year. So, you know, our labor and delivery and mom baby department is one of our highlights. Wow, eight to 10 babies a day. I was doing math in my head. Did I get that right, Chantel? <laughs> I think that sounds right. <laughs> Mathematic, I'm like, woo, that's a, almost every hour during the daytime. But we all know babies are born all night, all day long. Exciting. So, okay, important and an opportunity to get information. How about resources? Because often when we are depressed or often when we get a diagnosis, we're thinking, now where do I go? So will we be able to to get that next step at this event, the Girls' Night Out? Yes, yes, resources will, and you know, we will screen and then follow up with those that come back that as having a positive, um, that they could be at risk for this. Okay. They would be provided with those references. I, the last time I went to American Fork Hospital was wonderful because uh, the next day I actually got a phone call from a real person saying, how are you doing? And I almost, wow, this is, you know, this is quite amazing. But that follow-up made a difference, and I think it will help us all feel like we're getting a higher quality of care. So we'll take a look at community resources, counseling services. I was looking, you said the massages, are they 15-minute massages? How long are we going to have a chance to be able to be pampered, just in general? We're trying for about 10 minutes. (laughs) It's a very popular thing. We're bringing in a lot more chairs this time so that more ladies can have that opportunity um, to, to have that massage, but got to limit it a little bit just so we can get more people that opportunity. Okay. And it is girls night out, but every once in a while you do find some men coming to support the women in their life and they're welcome as well. They are welcome. You know, some of our own um, professionals that are out there are men um, as well, but we do have some women that bring their husbands along and it's, it's important to share that information with all the families. So. so we'll have physicians, physician assistants, nurse practitioners, nurses, all different types of medical right. professionals. Yes. Pharmacists, nutritionists will be on hand as well to answer questions. Yeah. I was thinking about the role of pharmacists because they do play that first, that touch point as people are getting their prescriptions filled. We need to be a little bit better, I think, at being proactive as a patient and getting more information about that from our pharmacists because they're trained to do that, to understand. That's the perfect person to ask as well. And, you know, we're, we're, 
really working as a nation um, on opioid abuse and um, pain. And it, like many people have already heard, um, this starts a lot from a real valid reason to, for needing pain medication. And usually it's a surgery or something like that. And then you just can't quite get off. And so they can help with with that awareness as well and things that happen from there. So will there be a booth that we could, if, if we do have, um, and um, we're concerned that we may be developing an addiction and we need to reach out, will there be someone there that we can bring that um, information to so that they can tap us into some of the resources? We do. We have a couple of booths that could do that. I mean, the pharmacy is one of them. And we have another group as part of those screenings that we're doing that can help with that information as well and answer questions. It's kind of a safe place. There's a lot of people talking about their personal health situations. And we want you to have that feeling that you can either stand or pull a chair and take a minute to ask for help from somebody who's Who's offering it that night? Right. I, there were so many booths last year in different varieties, and and everyone's just willing to share and and answer questions and and be part of the whole thing that's going on. It's just there's so much engagement. We're really lucky. Um, you know, American Fork. Uh, you know, it's very special. We are celebrating our 80th birthday this year. Who knew? Because <laughs> so. it's had a brand new facelift. It looks like a brand new hospital oh, to me. Yeah, and you know, I just. I, I need to do a shout out because a lot of these booths are put on by our own employees and these aren't part of their regular jobs. These are them going above and beyond. And so, you know, a real shout out to to so many people who are who have worked for these past 80 years, physicians and and um, nurses and, and ancillary staff. And then we have our community who have trusted us with their care for this many years. So really exciting. We got a big banner on the front of our building. We're going to celebrate that 80th birthday. So does that mean serving. there'll be birthday cake? I had to ask. <laughs> That's a great idea. Maybe, maybe put that on there. <laughs> maybe I'm the one to bring the birthday cake That's over right. because FM 100.3 will be there broadcasting as well. So I could bring a cake. I, I don't know if I could bake a big enough one, though, so I'd have to take a look at that, which would be uh, a lot of fun. Um, you know, we mentioned a few things, and it's interesting is sometimes when we hear scary words like, wow, one in five chance of skin cancer or whoa, one in eight chance of breast cancer, or, ooh, I got to look at prediabetes. Sometimes we might have the tendency to want to shut down a little bit, but that's over a lifetime. So in other words, in the average 75 years that a woman or 80 years that a woman will live, she's going to encounter different things. And so we want information to tackle it, to prevent it. And so this information is not to, to, to create fear or anxiety as much as to empower you. Right, because it may not be you, but it might be somebody you know, a loved one, you know, that will be impacted by it, that you can help. And maybe it's not going to happen tomorrow, but, you know, months or years down the road, and maybe that'll come back to memory, and you'll remember that there's some resources out there that you can turn to. And I think that's this really our whole goal, and we encourage people to come with their questions and talk to people and get their questions answered. Well, and it's interesting. I had a milestone birthday just a couple of years ago. Things, I don't want to say things went downhill, but boy, your health can change as you enter different age groups. I mean, you're not in yes, your head, Terry. Absolutely. I'm, I'm getting close to that milestone. milestone we'll just call it the milestone. Well. And for those it does who just, feel like a stone. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who just joined us, again, this is Terry Hunter. She's a nurse administrator with American Fork Hospital. We also have Chantel Turner. She is with the, she's communications director at American Fork Hospital. You'll also have a booth uh, educating us about stroke. And emergency services, correct? Uh, and that's another thing, women, we need to learn a lot more about yes. our cardiovascular health. Well, yes, absolutely. And one of the things that our trauma team is taking on this year is the Stop the Bleed campaign. 
and really getting back to saving lives by um, stopping bleeding upon trauma. And that's something we need to completely partner with our community because that takes place before EMS arrives, before you get to the hospital. But we have we are teaching people how to do this um, so that that we have a chance of saving their loved one or friend um, when they get them to the hospital. All right, so, so stop if there's the a bleed. big car crash or if there's some kind yes. of traumatic event and they are bleeding, you're going. To, we're going to get information on how to compress or how to stop that bleeding because that those moments make a big difference right. in their they survivability. Do. Uncontrolled bleeding is the number one cause of preventable death in trauma. Wow. So it's something that we probably did not get in our Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, but that we need to get a refresher on and we will. Um, one yeah. of the other elements I brought up with stroke is that American Fork Hospital is implementing, and I know this from personal experience, they've been very assertive with stroke um, detection. I mean, I had some health scares. I went right into your emergency room. Immediately, they were asking the right questions. They were taking things seriously and testing you know, it, it was amazing because it's it's a different experience than maybe 10 years ago. And obviously with my milestone, I was at a different risk, but I went away feeling like I was getting the appropriate care. That's awesome. And first, I got to say, way to go. You did the right thing. So symptoms of a stroke, getting right to a, a hospital emergency department is the right thing. So way to go, Rebecca. And so if you don't know the symptoms of a stroke. Yes, we're going to show you what they are. But we have been really blessed. The work and the process and protocols that we've set up, we have been able to achieve the Gold Plus Award from Get With The Guidelines. Um, that's through the American Heart Association. So these protocols and questions that those staff, they, they didn't ask those by chance. It's very planned and they're ready to go. So Because the earlier you identify a stroke has occurred, the more quickly the correct medication and treatment can be put in place and the more likely you are to recover. Yes. And so yes. it's, again, time sensitive. So bleeding right. And get you back to normal. Mm -hmm. Yes. Seed is all about that. If uh, we only have a couple of minutes left together, and and I just wanted to be able to kind of give the big picture. For those who are hearing more about it, it is the Girls' Night Out, August 17th at American Fork Hospital. Chantel, you said it was on the southeast corner of the event. And for those who just tuned in, tell us again what we'll be experiencing with Girls' Night Out. Well, it's just an opportunity for women in our community to be connected with the resources and services that will help them live a healthy, happy life, um, not only for themselves, for, but for their family members. Because as women, you know, they are the, the decision maker in the home so often um, about those uh, health decisions and what needs to happen. And so we just want to put them in connection with those experts and have questions answered and get information, but also just make it a fun night out that they can spend out with the girlfriends and the moms and sisters and, and enjoy a summer night out under the stars and, you know, eat some good food and pamper and get information and, and just make it an enjoyable night for all. It is. It's interesting because when we wrapped it up, people didn't really want to go home yet. It was still, you know, a summer evening at nine o'clock. This is fun. Let's just keep the music going. And it's really, And we welcome everyone, everyone in our Utah community to come out and live well together. And that's the goal. For more information, I was looking online. It said AmericanForkHospital.org slash Girls Night Out. So we can get more information, more details about the event so that we can talk our sisters and talk our aunts and our neighbors into coming and being a part of it. Chantel Turner and Terry Hunter with American Fork Hospital, the girls' night out event. I'm lucky enough to be there. So I'll be there, too. No stilettos. No, can they? Come in stilettos. Oh, please. Shoes. Can I take a picture? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fun. What I loved is that I had people coming to Girls' Night Out in scrubs, some in workout clothes, whatever you're doing. 
Come between 6 and 9 o'clock. Make your health a priority and get the resources you help. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum.